Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. With Alex Ferrario, I'm Brandon Kylie. It's 105. Your time check brought to you by Clarkson Jewelers, an officially licensed Rolex jeweler. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line for our weekly visit with... Ben Heisler, he is a Sports Illustrated sports betting analyst. You can follow him on Twitter at Benny Heis. Heis, always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? BK, Ferrario, what's happening, guys? It's uh, it's good to talk to you. It uh, feels a little bit weird that I prepared for a segment without getting random pick'em picks <laughs> from uh, from Jamie Rivers, but uh, excited as always to be here. Oh, oh, no, that's going to happen now, Heis, because <laughs> BK just got shot in the ass earlier this week, so that we're probably going to go through every game to get the pick for yeah i wish that wasn't the case but it absolutely was i was not asked if i wanted to be involved in the uh fast lane rizzuto show pick'em challenge i ended up being on the team because obviously there were some changes that were made at the station i was called up and my first week i had the worst score of anybody on the roster so things are going well heist how you doing yes yes all right well hopefully we can we can turn things around all is well over here it's uh nice has like some beautiful weather it kind of feels like it tricks your brain a little bit and then of course it's going to be rainy and gross in the next couple days right absolutely so that's that's how things go 2020 man all right heist let's start with this game tonight patriots versus the rams patriots just had the unbelievable defensive and special teams performance against the chargers young quarterback going up against bill belichick wasn't all that stunning but we've seen what bill belichick has also done in the past to jared goff this feels like an easy game to pick and it should be the Rams that win it. But do we give any headway to Bill Belichick and putting together a good defensive game plan that frustrates Jared Goff and him having another one of those Jared Goff like games? Of course, because we've seen it throughout the season where Jared Goff can go on the road and put up a really impressive performance. Like we saw last week against Arizona or throughout the course of the season and then come back at home in a favorable matchup and, still just completely look lost and, and not have any idea what's going on, no rhythm in the course of the offense. I think what should help him out tonight is there has been a commitment to the Rams running game. You just don't know which guy it's going to be week in and week out. The last couple of weeks, we've seen the emergence of Cam Akers, who has gotten a ton of carries and a bunch of volume inside the five, and he's delivered with back-to-back touchdowns in the last couple of games. I think that's going to be what helps the Rams out a lot. It's going to open up the play-action game against the Patriots because uh, if you make Jared Goff into a sitting duck against the Bill Belichick defense, it's not going to bode well. He's going to turn the ball over multiple times. I think you'll see more of a commitment really on both sides to the running game. Damian Harris is in line for a solid workload. That's been an area that the Rams, despite how good their defense has been, has struggled. And also you have Jalen Ramsey on the other side who's going to go ahead and neutralize Jacoby Myers. I just don't know who Cam is going to throw the ball to. So it's going to be a lot of running. I like the low 
uh, under 44 and a half in this game. And I do think the Rams can still sneak out a win because they are the superior team. Uh, but I expect it to be a very close game. And if you're looking from at it from the standpoint of against the spread, I do think the Patriots cover that five and a half. Hi, so what the hell do we do with this NFC East division? Because now <laughs> these teams are actually pretty decent. I mean, we, we saw the Giants pick up a victory against the Seahawks. The football Washington football team beats the Steelers. And this week, you got those two teams in some favorable matchups for the NFC East to pick. And then you got Jalen Hurts as the quarterback against the Saints. So what do we do with this week in picking against the NFC East? Well, I would go against your theory that the NFC East is starting to look good. You can make the <laughs> argument that a couple of the teams are starting to look confident. And certainly the Giants getting a pretty impressive road win up against Seattle and completely taking out Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. Uh, and the rest of the Seattle offense, that was jarring to watch. And I think you'll see them bounce back in a big way at home against the Jets this week. Uh, and then Washington with an absolute stunner going up against Pittsburgh. And I don't know if it was necessarily a stunner to, to people who are following this game and the, the information all week because the Steelers were coming off a short week. Ben Roethlisberger as an older quarterback in a shorter amount of time to turn things around. Plus, Washington's defense really improving over the last several weeks. I think a lot of us might have seen the writing on the wall. I don't know if they would have thought that they would win outright, but they've been really impressive. Um, as far as Dallas goes and, and the Eagles, I think it's a lost cause. I, I know that Jalen Hurts might provide some sort of a spark, but the Saints defense since week four of the NFL season has been terrific. They've done a really good job at slowing down quarterbacks, especially a running game where their defense has generated a lot of pressure. Uh, he's going to look more confident than Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz is broken, but I don't expect the Eagles to, to pull off an upset here. Uh, and then as far as Dallas goes, the only reason that they might be in line to win and they're favored by three and a half is because they're going up against one of the worst defenses in the NFL in Cincinnati. They still have Brandon Allen starting for them. And I actually think you'll see some points scored on both sides uh, in the Andy Dalton revenge game going up to Seattle. I know that's, that's what the NFL gets really excited for <laughs> the Andy Dalton revenge game. Uh, but I, I do think Dallas should end up winning that game. And I think you'll see uh, it be somewhat of an offensive shootout because of how bad both of the defense as a follow-up on the NFC East question. We're talking with Benny Heist, Ben Heisler. He's with sports illustrated. He's our sports betting analyst and fantasy football analyst. You can find his work over on sports illustrated. The Cardinals are playing the giants this weekend. And Heist, this should be an easy pick. It should be the Cardinals. The Cardinals at one point had a guy that I thought was going to be an MVP candidate in Kyler Murray. They have clearly the better quarterback. I thought at one point had a solid defense as well, but things have just crumbled for them in recent weeks, and the Giants are going in the opposite direction. How concerned should I be about the Cardinals and their risk of potentially even losing this game against the Giants? I think there's very much reason to be concerned. I also think the NFL can be very week to week. And I think this could be an ideal spot for the Cardinals to bounce back. Now, a lot of the numbers would likely indicate that that may not be the case, considering it's a West coast team traveling out to the East coast for an early start based on how good the giants are, how they're healthy at the right time at every position, except quarterback. Uh, but at the same time, you know, Kyler Murray is dealing with a bit of an injury himself mm -hmm. and he didn't look a hundred percent last week. Uh, I thought it was positive to see more of DeAndre Hopkins get involved in the mix the last few weeks. I think he had seen less than seven targets and that's never a good sign considering the type of weapon that he can be. Um, but guys like James Bradbury with the Giants have had a really solid year. And, and again, if Hopkins can go off against 
Jalen Ramsey last week. I don't know if James Bradbury is necessarily going to slow him down. So I think it is a good spot for the Cardinals to possibly bounce back, assuming that Kyler Murray is starting to feel closer to 100%. We'll keep an eye on the injury reports throughout the course of the week. But again, I think this is one of those spots. The Giants are probably feeling themselves a little bit there. You know, they're on a several-game winning streak, and Arizona kind of seems like they're going in the opposite direction. If you believe in the talent, if you believe that Arizona is still going to try and make a push for the playoffs, I think this is an opportunistic spot to jump back on them, considering that everybody is riding high on the Giants right now. All right, Benny, uh, a game that is giving me some some pause in terms of our pick'em challenge is the Vikings and Buccaneers, because my gut says that that's Tampa Bay all the way. But in terms of the way that Justin Jefferson has been playing and the way that Kirk Cousins has been playing, I'm a little skeptical that the Vikings can actually pull it off. I think that's a perfectly logical take um, because Jefferson's been incredible. Uh, If Justin Herbert continues to struggle, I think you could be talking about the possibility of Justin Jefferson making a case for uh, offensive rookie of the year. He's been, he's been amazing throughout the course of the season, guys, his yards after catch have been sensational. The last two weeks, he's seen 25 total targets over uh, just under 200 yards three touchdowns in those games. It's remarkable to think what they could have been if they would have tried to utilize him in the first three games of the season where he saw a total of six targets, and that was about it. Justin Jefferson's been remarkable, and conversely, the Bucks defense uh, really has struggled against the pass over their last several games. But I, I do expect this stretch for Tom Brady and the Buccaneers to be much more successful. They have two more matchups against Atlanta, one against Minnesota, as you mentioned this weekend. Uh, this is a good opportunity, especially for them, to start to run the ball a little bit more effectively. Bruce Arians talked about it throughout the course of the week. He said we need to get Ronald Jones more carries. In games that Ronald Jones has had 20 carries or more this year, guys, he's had 21 fantasy points, 29 fantasy points, and 28 fantasy points. Basically, if you open up the running game, it forces Tom Brady not to have to chuck the ball downfield where he's been a disaster this year. I I think that's going to be part of their game plan against Minnesota, and I do expect Tampa Bay to go ahead and win this game. Heist, last question that I've got for you. Much of this season has basically been about young quarterbacks, whether it be uh, teams getting positive or negative results from those players. It's been about what those guys have done. And you look around the league, it's been kind of up and down. Like Lamar Jackson last year was the MVP, and this year – It's been disappointing, to say the least. Josh Allen has always been up and down, but this year he's been quite good. Kyler Murray starts out so hot and then goes kind of back to the pack. And Justin Herbert's been really good up until basically last week. I asked this on Twitter the other day. I would love to get your answer to this. If I told you you get one of these four quarterbacks for the next decade, so you can't answer Patrick Mahomes, who are you taking? Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Kyler or Justin Herbert out of those four, who would you take for the next decade? It's a great question. And I saw that and I voted and it it took me a a couple minutes to really think it through. And I ultimately decided between Kyler Murray over Justin Herbert. And the reason was, is that I feel like Murray can kind of do a little bit of everything. You know, you've seen Josh Allen take some major steps in the right direction. He's had some great games, but he's still a little bit too turnover prone. He still is a little bit more reliant on his legs than maybe I'd like him to be. Um, And the accuracy still remains a bit of an issue. Stephon Diggs has actually hid some of those deficiencies. Uh, With Justin Herbert, this is a guy that's taking some great opportunities in the middle of the field. He's got good weapons around him, uh, and everything has really clicked for him. But I, I just like the added dimension that Kyler Murray has 
the fact that he's a number one pick uh, says something to me in that department as well. Um, he can run. He's accurate on the run. He's in a really good, stable offense right now. And I think the reason that you've seen his numbers dip is due to the injury and not necessarily due to scheme or, or opposing defenses really starting to figure him out. I, I'm a big Kyler Murray fan. Um, the, the fact that they went ahead and, and credit to Steve Kime, who made some bad decisions in Arizona, guys. Uh, but once he realized that they had the opportunity to take Kyler Murray, despite taking a quarterback the year before, uh, he recognized his loss from the very beginning with Josh Rosen, moved on, and now has made an altering decision uh, to positively positively impact their franchise. So I, I really think Kyler Murray of those four guys is probably the guy that I'd go with. But certainly if you're any of those four quarterbacks, I think your future is right, even for Lamar Jackson, who has struggled this year. He is Ben Heisler. Find his work over on Sports Illustrated, also on Twitter, at Benny Heis. Heis, always appreciate the time, man. All the best to you and your family. We'll talk with you again next week, bud. Looking forward to it, guys. Be good.